Hey, Jeff. Zach, how are we doing? Not bad. How about yourself? I'm doing well. My Browns won today. Good. Yeah, you know, it's always always a good day for. Uh, I guess y'all are getting used to that now, right? The Browns win because I know there was a, a a stretch there of more than a few years where a Browns win was a rarity rather than an expectation. It is a uh, it is a weird feeling that uh, you know there's 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 always that sneaking suspicion in the back of your head something's going to go wrong, but uh, it's starting to fade away. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, well, um, they're here to stay, so that's good. But uh, with that, uh, you know, I know uh, Michael Newman's actually launching the only my really only uh, subscriber competition right now. So uh, we may not have as many live listeners, but obviously, uh, as Colin goes, I'll, I'll post this later and people can uh, listen. So let's go and get this started. Uh, everybody, welcome back to Sports with the Z. I'm the Z, Zach, your host. Uh, and today, really special episode. The first time I've had someone who asked to do a pod. Uh, we got Jeff on today, and we're going to talk some Browns football. Um, and yeah, Jeff, uh, I know this is the first time we're talking, but first, just really appreciate you reaching out and uh, you know wanting to do this because and this is why I started the pod. So um, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself. You know, the, the lowdown is you know how long you've been a Browns fan for best and worst memories and then anything else you may want to add. And then we'll jump into talking about the Browns this year. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I mean, last Sunday uh, was certainly had some thoughts about the Browns. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to always come on and, and talk about the Browns, but um, you know, I've been a Browns fan for as long as I can remember born and raised in Cleveland and uh, it's kind of weird because they left when I was when I was pretty young. The Browns left and went to Baltimore um, in, uh, you know, it was really just an Indians town at that point. But when they came back in 99, uh, you know, it's a football town. Browns have always been king. Um, so, you know, 99, I'd say it's really when <clears throat> I can I can attribute the start of my fandom to. But yeah, uh, I was just gonna say real quick. So, I mean, they. So then you are, because, you know, I mean, I'm only 24. Uh, so, I mean, my earliest members of the NFL is like 2006. So I don't even remember the old Browns. But through watching documentaries, the, the Browns before they left, you know, that was like the Belichick Browns. And, you know, that was a pretty good team before they left, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't have any memory of that that Browns outside of the, the footage that you've seen as well. But it was, you know, they, they knocked on the doorstep uh, twice in the late 80s. And uh, there's the, the, the fumble. Um, it's kind of the, the infamous one against the, the Broncos where, um, you know, we, we did not, we, we, we blew a lead with the fumble. Um, but, uh, we still have never been to the Super Bowl. uh, only team that is not an expansion team to, to never, <laughs> to, to not go. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I cut you off there. I was just curious. Um. But yeah, if you had a best or worst memory of the Browns, like what what would you say? Um, yeah, so I mean, the worst. I mean, the o, the zero and sixteen season. Uh, I mean, that was just atrocious. It's like almost like not even bad. It was so. It was. It was almost funny. It was so bad. Um, you know, I remember the watching the game where we we sealed the deal, uh, and it was just like a, a pretty bad drop, uh, drop pass that that just shouldn't have been dropped. And it was just perfect. So. I would say the 0-16 season is, is definitely uh, probably the low point. Um, 
And then best memories last year, winning the first playoff game. That was the first playoff game we've ever won. We beat the Steelers 48 to 37. Uh, we, we kicked their ass in their home stadium uh, from the, from the jump um, just took a huge lead. It was amazing. Um, the Steelers are just a, a terrible evil empire that no one should ever, ever consider even a, a legitimate football team. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I can tell you very, you're very uh, impartial <laughs> and, and, uh, the Steelers definitely haven't burned you at all. Uh, we, I had uh, one of my first pods. I had interviewed a, and one, like my best friend from high school was a diehard Bengals fan, and he was just telling me uh, he he can't think of another team in professional sports where so many people in their division view them as their biggest rival. Like you not you talk to a Ravens fan, their their biggest game of the season right. is against the Steelers. Bengals, Steelers, and and obviously the same uh, with the Browns. It, you're you're making that clear here. But uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so let me let me give you one one fun fact. So Baker broke this last year, I believe. But um, up in yeah, so uh, we're talking uh, twenty years, twenty one years of uh, Browns football being back, and Ben Roethlisberger was the single winnest, winningest quarterback at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. I I do remember reading about that, and that was that was unfortunate. Um, but, but, you know, that's what Baker's your savior. Baker's, uh, you know, he's owned it. I, th- I think he's, he's held up pretty well. Um, with that, I think that's actually pretty, maybe a pretty good segue into talking about the Browns this year. This, this is my first time talking about a team where, you know, we're in season. I had talked about a few t- different teams, you know, the, the Bengals, the Seahawks, the Washington football team. And this was all preseason expectations when into the season. Um, but this time, you know, we're now two weeks in. Uh, and so I, I want to get your thoughts as someone who's probably watched the Browns closer than anybody else listening right now or who will listen uh, and, and we'll kind of anchor it or ground it in a few things that I think are important to look out for. But, I mean, you obviously jump in and correct if anything. But for so sure. I think the two biggest things for me coming into this year was uh, Baker and if he could maintain his play from last year and even elevate it. I think a big thing I was watching for is the Baker-Odell connection. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we have to talk about that that much, but, you know, I have my thoughts about Baker would love to get your thoughts about Baker. And then, and then second, um, was the defense and the secondary, um, if if that would be able to hold up because that was one of the few Achilles heels. Um, and then third would be maybe the play from the rest of the division. I know we got the Ravens playing later tonight, but everybody else in, in the division has, has gotten two games in. Uh, and so, you know, that was kind of the profile for the Browns outlook coming in was Baker Odell and then the landscape of the rest of the division. So um, how does that sound? You just want to use that to start with and, and go from there. Uh, perfect. Um, all right. So what That's you start with Baker then what would have, I mean, I thought he played really well against Kansas city. Uh, I think it's unfortunate that that last throw went down as an interception because I think he actually was trying to throw it away or he was trying to make a smart play and it just, you know, it, it he got tripped up, but um, let's talk about Baker in Kansas city, Baker today and, and Baker going forward. So I'll turn it over to you, but well, what you got? I've always been on team Baker and, you know, and the thing, the thing in, in Cleveland is that, you know, people, will uh they they forget they have short memories right so i try to remind people that uh we you know the 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 jersey with all the names on it that was a uniquely cleveland thing right because we had a million quarterbacks before baker and this is the first time in my entire life 
that we actually have a starting quarterback that we don't have to go into the draft every single year, 20 years, uh, who, who are we going to draft at quarterback? Um, and so I think that alone for me as a, as a Browns fan was, was enough. Um, but yeah, he, you know, the second, obviously he had an amazing rookie season. I think he beat the Peyton Manning record for most touchdowns. Um, and then the second season, you know, he came back and he was just fat. He was just out of shape. Um, it was, it was obvious, uh, he wasn't, he didn't have the same mobility. Uh, but then he corrected that. And then last year, you know, he got off to a slow start and a lot of people were talking about, you know, is he the guy, uh, you know, not all of my, uh, sports takes have, have panned out, but that one did. I was, I was, you know, in the group chats, I was saying, you know, everybody calm down. It's he, he's our guy. Uh, and luckily that, that did, uh, pay off. And, and I, I think he was like a, I think he was like top five in, in quarterback play. Like with with QBR um, down the stretch there after those first four games last year, and obviously had a huge playoff game against the Steelers, and you know took us to uh, took us to the the end, the down to the wire with with the Chiefs, and I would argue that we only lost that game last year because of our defense. Um, the fact that uh, I think Chad Henney was the quarterback, the fact that he could run for a first down on our defense is 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 pretty. Uh, medieval torture to, to a Browns fan. But um, uh, yeah. And then this year, you know, I think he outplayed Mahomes or, or played just as good as Mahomes um, last week. And, and the thing you got to think about, right. Is, 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 you know, they had that epic game against each other in college of uh, tech versus Oklahoma. That was Baker's, you know, first oh, you, school yeah. that he walked on to, they didn't want him. He transferred uh, and they, you know, they Baker won that and he had his number and he won the Heisman. So, you know, you put yourself in his shoes. He's, he, you, you, you know, in the back of his mind as a, as a competitor, he's thinking, you know, I'm better than Mahomes and I just need to show the world that, um, I mean, he probably isn't better than Mahomes, but, uh, yeah. way, like he's got that swagger and I think he brought it last week, this week. I mean, he had one bad throw an interception, but since the, I, I saw like at the end of the game, they showed a stat line since that interception. And I think like first or second quarter, um, you know, he, he, he went like nine for nine for a hundred yards. And, um, I'm just, I'm just, honestly, I'm thrilled with Baker. I love Baker. I have a Baker t-shirt, um, <laughs> wear it every Sunday usually. So yeah. What, what are you, what are your yeah. thoughts on Baker? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was going to say, um, here's kind of the mental model I've developed. And I think it's, it's pretty obvious with, you know, bringing in Stefanski, uh, some of the, you know, the offensive line moves at the front office. What can I, can I, can I say one more thing yeah. before you go to yeah, that? Sure. Is, uh, the one thing I forgot is, you know, he, he had a lot of knocks on him, but he had four different coaches within the first uh, three years. So that's uh that's a lot for a, for a young, I mean, we're talking about a 22, 23, 24 year old guy uh, who has to learn four new systems and uh, and so I think that that people don't really price that in. No, uh, I, I think that's that was actually something we had talked about in preseason. Uh, I have a I have a really good friend from high school who's a diehard OU fan, Jeff, and he's so he's loves Baker and he's he's kind of adopted the Browns as the second team, uh, as all Cowboys fans kind of have to do with the misery we have to put up with. Um, I, I'm, I'm from Dallas, and so Cowboys are, are our team, but. Uh, and so that was like, but he's he's close. We followed the Browns and he's brought up, look, people knock on Baker. And yes, he wasn't great for a lot of the time, but Hugh Jackson was nothing special. And Freddie Kitchens was awful. 
Um, he finally has that continuity. What I was going to say, though, is I think uh, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being the first overall pick. And typically a quarterbacks that are drafted number one overall is, you know, you want an Andrew Luck type. You want, we'll see what happens with Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, that sort of ace in the hole quarterback that can elevate your whole team. Um, and I think the Browns actually chose the route that a lot of teams without exceptional quarterbacks do or go for how they want to win, which is a solid defense and a lead offensive line, workhorse running back or running backs, and, you know, kind of manage the game. Don't don't beat yourself. Um, and ideally, you want to play with a win or you want to play with a lead for as long as possible. And once you get that lead, you don't want to let it go. Um, you know, it's it's something it's a strategy that's worked a lot. You know, the, the Ravens won a Super Bowl with it in, in 2000 with Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. In a lot of ways, the Peyton Manning second ring came that way in elite defense, good offensive line. Um, but w- what I was going to say is Baker is actually a better quarterback than I think you typically see in those situations. And I think we saw that in the Chiefs game that, yes, the the Browns identity is running the ball, uh, limiting mistakes, uh, keeping the ball away from you know the opposing quarterback. But when Baker needed to make throws, I thought Baker did a great job last week. And I, I actually, unfortunately, wasn't able to watch the Browns-Texans game today. I, I was following it. I know he got knocked out a little bit. But clearly, he handled business against the Texans. Chubb had a couple big runs. Um, but I would say is, you know, for as up and down, I'm sure your fandom has been uh, with the Browns, it seems like they have a pretty solid, steady game plan here. Um, but Baker at least from my opinion, is capable of going up a notch in a way that typical quarterbacks in in an offense or team with this philosophy aren't capable of. As in, if you stop their run game, you're going to stop the team. That's not necessarily going to be the case with Baker. I think Baker's a more lethal, versatile quarterback than you'll typically find in a situation like this. Um, Would love to get your thoughts, but that's that's my thoughts about the Baker, the Brown situation as a whole. I, I would agree with that. I, I think that, you know, the knock on him is that he's just a game manager. Um, I, I just don't think that's true. I think that the numbers, and if you watch him, they, they speak for themselves. And I, I think that he's just, he has, he has such passion. Um, and, and, you know, the other knock was like, oh, he's just going to be another Johnny Manziel. Um, clearly not true. I mean, he's, he's a super passionate guy. He has toned it down a little bit, um, which I think is good, but, you know, he brings a ton of energy to the game as well. And, and that's just, you know, not something you can do. It's just a game manager. And I think that it also it takes a lot of humility to just run the ball a ton. Um, I'm a big believer that teams, like successful teams, need to match their cities. So, you know, the fact that the Browns uh, have Nick Chubb and, and, and Kareem Hunt and just run the ball down your throat, I mean, I think that's a really good thing <laughs> for us. Uh I think it actually, um, I think it actually is like uh, a recipe for success sometimes in like a weird, uh, magical sports way. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think Baker does not get enough credit and the humility to to run, to have a, a run heavy offense as well when you know uh, that you could do more. I think is is, is something to be uh, admired. No, uh, and and I think that's that's great to for you to kind of validate. You know, that way of thinking, um, I invited Michael up here to speak. Michael's, uh, like I was saying, he was running an episode of the Newman Zone End Zone uh, before this. Michael, you and I have talked a little bit about the Browns 
before, um, but you know Jeff's kind of the expert on the Browns, and I'm I'm just curious what what you've thought, both from what Jeff had to say, what I had to say, and and what you've seen so far from kind of the more neutral perspective. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I did pick the Browns to win their division this year, and I see no reason to come off that. I thought that was a very impressive loss, if losses can be impressive in Kansas City. You're never going to have a tougher assignment than to go into Arrowhead and beat Andy Reid week one of the season. He is a he is a September juggernaut. <clears throat> That's why I kind of like him to go into Baltimore and win tonight as well. But uh, they were right in that game. They had a really good chance there. Unfortunately, that special team's error uh, was, was fatal, perhaps. And uh, uh, that incident where Baker, I think, was just trying to throw it out of bounds, but his throw was affected by the defender and was unfortunately intercepted. But I, I'd say that's a solid – they covered the spread. It's a solid loss. Uh, today they came out, took a few punches from Houston early, and Mayfield, I was worried for a second, might be hurt on that uh, play where he made the tackle off the, um, off the interception. Uh, but he toughed it out. I think, I think one thing you got to say about Baker Mayfield is he is tough uh, mentally. And um, I think he, I think he's winning himself a lot of respect and a lot of fans in a blue collar city like Cleveland. Uh, yeah, well, and I think Jeff, that's kind of what you're talking about too, right? When you say you like your team to embody the city, both the Browns' philosophy and I guess Baker as the figurehead, is that kind of an accurate analysis? You know, I know it's still early in the Baker career, but would you push back on that at all, or, or like what? What do you think about no, that? No, I, I think yeah, that's that's accurate. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, less so Baker. I mean, Baker's always going to be a part of this. Um, Jeff, I want to just from, from what you've seen these first couple weeks, what do you think is the most concerning thing about the Browns you've seen? I know it's small sample size, only eight quarters. Um, and if you can shed any light on that, um, for me, I view the Browns one and one, which is what you expect them to be after two weeks with games against the chiefs and Texans. But I'm sure there's a little more of that than uh, what meets the yeah it's I mean it's still the defense uh you know I don't know if it's the 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 play calling by Joe Woods the defensive coordinator um or you know Miles and uh and Jadavian Clowney just they're just not getting enough pressure uh on the quarterback in my opinion especially when Miles Garrett is like the lead I think going into the season he was the on favorite for defensive player of the year um and then, you know, obviously we, we've been struggling at the linebacker position. Um, this, this guy from Notre Dame, uh, J.O.K. Um, I want people to start calling him the Joker. I think that's a sweet nickname uh, that, he, that he should pick up. But, no, it hasn't caught on. But uh, him, I mean, he's, he's really fast, but he's tiny. Um, and then Anthony Walker, huge pickup from, from Indianapolis. But we just don't have a presence. Um, at the linebacker position, you know, somebody that really is going to frighten offenses um, and somebody that can just really make plays. I mean, I've been sort of happy with the secondary at this point. I mean, they've given up some big plays and made some dumb plays, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, John Johnson, I mean, he's, he's good. Denzel Ward's playing out of his mind. Um, the rookie Newsom's playing well. And then today, Delpit is first NFL game. I mean, he, he played really well. I'm, I'm not holding my breath for, uh, for greedy. Um, but Delpit played, played really well. So that's one game. Um, I, so I'll, I'll throw a wrench in this conversation. I've been on the team, 
uh, trade OBJ for defense um, for a while now. Although wow. uh, after after the first two games, I think he actually probably would have helped a lot. So it's it's hard to tell. Yeah, uh, you know, I've I think it's unfortunate we still haven't been able to see OBJ and Baker in the right circumstances, right situation. Um, I think this is Baker. This is OBJ's third year with Baker, right, Jeff? Or his second, third year, right? Yeah, it's it's the third, but the last year. Yeah, so so yeah, so I was gonna say it's the last year. Was the first year was Stefanski, um, but the year before that it was with Freddie Kitchens, and um, just it it wasn't great. Um, yeah, uh, that that's it's it's kind of surprising when you have Miles Garrett on your defensive line for you to say that's your defensive front is the concern, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I I hadn't thought about that. So that's. I mean, they're just. No, go ahead. They're, they're just not. They're just not playing up to their potential. I mean, we don't need to add any pieces there. It's just, you know, I, I don't know what it is. They're just not playing up to their potential. I mean, maybe. Uh, that's why. That's why I do think we need just like one playmaker at linebacker, and that could really be the uh, the missing piece for us to make that Super Bowl run. Yeah, um, so but we can still make one, it to that for sure. Uh, you're sitting at one and one right now. Um, I, I'm always hesitant to forecast the rest of a season, but I, I, you know, I pulled up the Browns' next six games uh, right here, just so we can see or we can look at it from the perspective at the halfway point. Um, how the Browns are going to be? Obviously, there's 17 games this year, but we'll go to the first eight games. Um, you have you have the Bears. Vikings, Chargers, Cardinals, Broncos, Steelers. How do you feel about that upcoming slate? For what you've seen from from those teams, what you've seen from the Browns, how confident uh, do you think you can pull out? You know, maybe a three and three, four and two, or or, or better record uh, with that slate. I'm feeling I'm feeling very confident. I mean, I think um, you know the, the sky's the limit. We could easily run the table. With that, but then, you know, if we're talking about before, uh, there's always that sneaking suspicion that they'll mess it up somehow. But I mean, they should certainly beat the Bears. Uh, they should beat the Vikings. I mean, you know, the, the the Vikings are on the road, but at the same time, I mean, I mean, look, they played really well against the Cardinals today, but um, they're just not the same caliber as uh, you know the Chiefs team. And we we go to Arrowhead and, and almost beat them, and we should have beat them. Um, chargers are the ones that actually give me, uh, I think, I think we'll lose to the chargers. Um, I don't know why. I just think that just seems like a team that the Browns will lose to. Um, and then Cardinals, I mean, Cardinals Browns is actually my Super Bowl pick. So I think that should be a great game. I think, I think the Browns will win that one. I mean, it's at home. Did, did you just say Cardinals Browns was your Super Bowl pick? Yeah, I'm also. Uh, I want to hear. I have some follow up questions. Yeah, yeah, we got to <laughs> pump the brakes here. You know, you know, Jeff. I like to have you know super fans and and everything, <laughs> but you know, I try to be as you know measured as possible with these. You know, are, I'm not picking. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you? Are you break checking here for uh, for the Cardinals or the Browns more? Well, I think I so more for the Cardinals, but I think just the combination that obviously you're a Browns homer and you're picking the Browns and then you're picking the Cardinals. So can you just break that down for us and? 
you know, uh, tell us what's, what's going on in your head with, with that pick. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I mean, first of all, the, the Browns, like, you know, if we had that, that if we had one more piece, like we would have been in the AFC championship game last year and you can make the argument, you know, the chiefs were, I mean, the chiefs were the best team. So if we beat them, do you think you would have beaten Buffalo last year? With well, one the, more piece, the, the chief, the Chiefs beat Buffalo. So if we beat them, then you know you can only imagine. But uh, I, I'm sure Michael has different thoughts about that. But but yes, uh, sorry, go ahead. My, Michael's a big Josh Allen fan. So I, I do like Josh Allen. I thought he he looked great today. That was more the Buffalo Bills team I was expecting. Although that was one of my missed picks. I actually liked Miami with the hook at home in the heat, but uh, that didn't pan out. That Buffalo team, I think, if, if he plays like he did today, and especially the way the defense played today. That's my pick from the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. And I, I live in L.A., so that's not me being a Buffalo homer. I've never even been to Buffalo. So um, uh, I like the wings, but that's about all I can say about that. But, uh, you know, like I don't think it's insane to think that Cleveland could go to the Super Bowl. I think it's probably a little bit insane to say Arizona is going to go just because they're in such a tough division. And even though they're 2-0, and and I'll give that to them, they certainly dominated a Tennessee team that went to Seattle and just won. And overtime, but uh, today they were lucky to win at home against the Vikings. I mean that that field goal should have been made. So I I feel like they're they're going to be one of those teams. They might win a lot of games. They might win ten, eleven games, and they'll, and they're going to make every game exciting. I think, but I just don't see them in the playoffs where they'll probably be on the road, someplace cold. Uh, well, yeah, and 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 so Jeff, what did what did you see from the Cardinals preseason that made you confident to pick them to beat? the Seahawks, Rams, and 49ers in their own division, and then in the playoffs, likely, whether it be Packers, Tampa, I think Tampa Bay is, Tampa Bay is my pick to win the Super Bowl again. I think some may call that a lazy pick, but I just think it's too obvious to pass up. Uh, so, and I like them like to get the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's phrase it that way, Jeff. Why? Because I know there's you can go a lot of different ways. What do you see in the Cardinals that you'd rather pick them over the Buccaneers? Yeah, I mean, look, the Bucks are the Bucks are the odds-on favorite here. Okay, like if we're if we're if we're putting a gun ahead, and uh, you know, I had to pick one team to win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl from the NFC, and the and the and the, and the trigger's not getting pulled, like I'm picking the Bucks. But uh, you know, I think with these things, you you don't want to just have the same pick as everyone else, right? You want to have someone, and, and specifically, like if you. Uh, you know, if you look at the odds, like I, I just, I, I did like their odds before the season, but um, you know, it's just more exciting when you're talking with your friends and everyone else picks the box and, and the Cardinals. So I, I am, okay. I am sticking with the Cardinals, but I do, I do really like Kyler. I think the team uh, is just an exciting team. And, and I just, you know, one, one thing okay. I also like to pick in these teams is like in any, in, a, in pretty much any sport, um, but football particularly is, you know, did they, did they in the previous season, like, did they feel like a Super Bowl contender at any moment? And then, you know, did they, did they fade off? And then uh, did they improve over the off season? And I, and I think that, um, you know, obviously they, they faded, but um, I think for questions one and three, they, they certainly checked those two boxes as a yes, in my opinion. Um, so I, I just would see them getting hot and going on a run. Um that's yeah that's that's my pick i'm sticking okay. to it well i appreciate the candidness of saying part of it is just to be contrarian oh i i respect that as well but um see that's how i make my picks my pick is if there was a gun to my head and i don't want the trigger to be pulled and 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my faith in Tom Brady if uh, if it comes time to that. Uh, but I, 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 you know, well, it is. Sorry, go ahead. It, it is fun. It, no, I'm just gonna say it's funny how like every single year for the past like five or six years, you know, there's the NFL 100 best players, or there's all these like you know rankings preseason of quarterbacks or who would you rather on your team, and Brady's always you know like seven or eight or whatever. And the obvious answer every single season until he proves otherwise is Brady's number one. Like it's Tom Brady. He's, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's my, you know, non, uh, non Dallas favorite athlete of all time. Um, he's just a winner. He's, he's a born winner and he, uh, he, he makes sure you know it too. And he's, he's better than you and he wants you to know it. And, you know, I kind of like that moxie about him, uh, too. But, uh, you know, circling back to the Browns, uh, I know we're reaching the half hour mark here. Uh, you have not a hard stop, but you want to keep it within half an hour. So I'd like to end on just your thoughts, what you've seen with the other teams, of the division, the Bengals, Steelers, and uh, I know you've only seen the Ravens once, but um, what have you seen there that has either, you know, changed your calculus on the division or not? And uh, has it, you know, changed your mind about anything you've seen about the Browns? expectations in the division yeah so i I think the Bengals is is pretty easy the Bengals are are you know one or two years too early you know they they might give us a a close game and and god forbid they they beat us uh but i think you know they're, they're still a few years too early um joe burrow you know he's the man ohio native but i don't think they're really gonna do anything this year too too spectacular i mean if they win like four or five games that's that's probably expected and if they win you know seven that's that's probably uh good for them um you know the ravens are always the one that i worry about the most and they uh you know they just have they they're so plagued by injuries now with dobbins is out for the season um that second uh second running back is out for a season i think their running back is levy on bell now um, if I'm not mistaken, and Marcus Peters is out for the season. Yeah, it's it's a just just to quote, it's a combination of Tyson Williams, Latavius Murray, and then they they have Le'Veon in there, but they have like Le'Veon and Devontae Freeman. But it's it's mainly actually Latavius Murray is their downhill runner, and then Tyson Williams, the the uh, undrafted free agent out of BYU, uh, has slid in there. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't even heard of these guys. So, exactly. Like there you uh, go. You got, that's my. I guess that's my job to to know that. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. So sorry, you were saying about the the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, and and then again, like you know, with Lamar, he's obviously electric. But every year with a running quarterback, it's just they're gonna they're gonna slow down a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm praying that this year is really the year he he starts slowing down. Um. But even so, you know, they are really injury riddled. But, I mean, Harbaugh is a great coach and they do find a way to, to just win. And uh, so I would never I would never count them out. Um, and then the Steelers, I, I mean, the Steelers are, again, I mean, they're just a disgrace to the United States of America. But uh, either way, they, uh, they, they always find a way to win, but they just really seem like they're over the hill. I mean, Big Ben coming back. I mean, I I think if they lose, I actually think like if they lose to any other team in the playoffs, like he may he may have just retired. But the fact that they lost to the Browns, he's like, I can't lose to the Browns and and just retire is kind of my uh, my harebrained take there on on his retirement decision. But I mean, yeah, I, he's I, not Big Ben. Yeah, I, 
sure. 2004. Yeah, yeah I, I think your, your obvious extreme bias uh, aside, uh, the Steelers have surprised me in a negative way these first two games. Um, I, I guess it's my fault. You know, Michael had warned me at the start of the season. I think I kind of wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt and Mike Tomlin. Um, that offensive line is as putrid as advertised. I, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm as a fantasy football guy, I kind of put blinders on and I took Najee Harris because I thought I liked the volume there. And I said, it's the Steelers, they'll figure it out. And that's just been a train wreck. Um, and Big Ben looks awful. He just looks washed. He's, uh, the guy needs to hang it up. And the funny thing is he's five years younger than Tom Brady, uh, which is just another point in favor of Tom. But, uh, he, he doesn't use TB12. No, he doesn't use TB12. (laughs) And I bet he's not 80% plant-based diet. If, if, if I had to guess. No, not, not, not unless you're counting the hops and barley and all those beers. No, 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 no. That's, (laughs) that's a good point. But, uh, yeah, Michael, did you want to add anything uh, else on there? No, I think I think the analysis uh, that Jeff gave of his of his division is spot on. And that's why I think the Browns might might have some wiggle room here, even though I like them to win 12 or 13 games. Uh, they may not have to do that. They could probably get by in this division with 10 or 11. I'm just not sure. Baltimore has 14 players currently on injured reserve. I don't think any other team is in double digits. And uh yeah pittsburgh is exactly who i thought they were yes they they kind of kind of lucky yeah i think they're yeah and and, and with the ravens i think you know you don't want to be premature i think it will be safe to say the ravens are going to start oh and two i don't see the chiefs losing tonight so you know chiefs are going to be oh and two steelers are going to be a gross one and one um and Man, I, I have seen I have seen a game in Baltimore, and that is a tough environment. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, that all makes sense. Um, a lot of great tougher yeah. than uh, Arrowhead. Actually, I have seen a game in Arrowhead too. Really? So, so M and T would you say is tougher than Arrowhead? Or yeah, I mean, there's I, I've really? never seen so many uh, just like blacked out people trying to fight each other of like the same team. <laughs> I mean, they are just crazy. At Arrowhead, it's like one big party, wow. but it, you know, you're lucky to get out alive at MNT. Well, I guess oh, to your point about a team embodying a city, I don't know if I, I know Ray Rice played for the Ravens. So that's probably not the uh, analogy you want, um, but <laughs> um, that's uh, maybe a little more uh, mature for this podcast. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's all great stuff here, Jeff. Um, really you know unless you have anything else to say um i think we've done a pretty good job you know capturing the browns um it is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up or uh no i mean i uh i appreciate you doing this i'm happy to uh phone in anytime you want any any uh browns takes um you know i always describe it as uh for for people who've never been to cleveland or don't really know the fan base is you know the kind of the way I've always described it is, you know, the, the Cavs won a championship and it was, it was one big party. And, uh, you know, the, the Indians, if they would have won a world series in 2016, there, there may, may have been riots. And if the Browns win a Super Bowl, the, the city of Cleveland will, will physically no longer exist because it'll just get burned to the ground and, and no one <laughs> will actually care. It'll just be like the biggest party of all time. It'll be project X times a million. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a fan base that, that wants it more than anything. Um, 
And so, uh, no, it, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I've, uh, I've roped someone in here who, who will always be able to get that pulse. And yeah, you know, anytime I want to talk Browns or you want to talk Browns, uh, would love to have you back. Um, but Jeff, thank you. Uh, Michael, thank you. Um, everybody thank thank you to everybody listening live for another episode of sports with the Z, uh, tune in next weekend. We will have, uh, my original co-host Andrew Sapersky joining to talk the green Bay Packers. Um, hopefully he's alive next weekend, uh, assuming, uh, unless they, uh, lose the lions. I know he's kind of on edge about that. Um, especially with how the saints got handled today and the way they handled the Packers will, We'll check in with Andrew next week and, and see how he's feeling. But uh, everybody, once again, thanks for tuning in to Sports with the Z. I'm your host, Zach, and you all have a good Sunday. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Welcome, Jeff. Bye.